Hi friends, welcome to the Connected Families podcast. I'm Stacey Bellward, your host. At Connected Families and on this podcast, we are here to guide you towards God's grace and truth for you so that you can pass on God's grace and truth to your children. Our biblical foundation is infused with solid child development research and informs everything that we do. We created a simple yet extremely effective framework for parenting that infuses everything we do and teach. Well, in today's podcast, I have invited Jim Jackson, co-founder with his wife, Lynn of Connected Families and Chad Hange, our coaching certification director to join me to talk about one part of the framework that makes us unique from other organizations. We refer to these uniques as our special sauce. Last week, we talked with Lydia Rex, a Connected Families parent coach, about how we uniquely talk about being a safe parent. And today we will be talking about another one of the points of our secret sauce, which is to connect before you correct. This is going to be a fun episode with lots of role plays. Hi, Jim. Hi, Stacey. Fun to be with you. Yeah, it's always good to be here. And hi, Chad. Welcome to the mic again. Hey, thanks, Stacey. Good to be here. Well, most organizations usually spend some time on what makes them unique from other organizations. And we've thought a bit about these things and we call them our special sauce, which is kind of a take on secret (laughs) sauce, isn't it? Jim, you're a foodie. Do you like sauce on your food? Yeah, nothing's a secret because I can't even remember the the things I put in my sauce sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you make sauces? (laughs) I make lots of sauces. (laughs) Jim makes amazing sauces. I'm a consumer of sauces. Yeah. (laughs) So you like the sauce. You don't necessarily make sauces, huh, Chad? Correct. Yes. So secret sauce came from the idea that the saucier, the person in the kitchen, that person was the most respected artisan in the whole kitchen. But our sauce isn't a secret. And that's why we call it a special sauce, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to share the sauce ingredients far and wide. Right. Well, Chad, today our topic is around our special sauce that we communicate, which is connect before you correct. So we're going to have fun today. We're going to do a lot of role plays that demonstrate how, mm-hmm. what this looks like in parenting and how we teach it. But I wonder if you could just start us off with a an explanation of what do we mean when we say connect before you correct? Yeah, I think the number of parents that I coach, at least the the vast majority of them would react quickly to misbehavior. There would be some sort of just knock it off or you're in trouble or go to your room or, you know, they're taking something away. And it, it oftentimes is is punitive or just reactive, like just get this child to stop doing what they're doing. Oftentimes that creates some level of resistance as it would like likely be for you or me if somebody talked to us like that, right? And, uh, and so when we start thinking about when we see a, a misbehavior, a misbehaving child, that that first response is oftentimes not our best one, and that we actually need to move in with a little bit of a connection that says, hey, I know you, I, I like you, I even enjoy you, what we would just call in our messages of love no matter what, right? That I want to connect with you. I want to make sure that you understand that my face says 
<laughs> that I still love you, right? My tone of voice is a little bit lowered. Maybe there's there's just there's this connection. It could be a, a ruffling of the hair if a child would receive that. If they wouldn't receive that as connection, I wouldn't do that, right? But but there's this opportunity for connection. Empathy is another strong way of connection. Some kids will receive that really well. Just the, oh man, you're really mad, aren't you? That was really really frustrating. Okay, that connective piece is oftentimes very, very helpful in terms of lowering down the the big intensity and then moving into, again, not ignoring that something likely needs to happen here, a corrective action to hold our child accountable may be needed. But before we get into that piece, we're connecting first. So that's, I also think sets the stage a little bit for effective consequences, because now the child might be able to hear that a little differently. And it's not about me because I'm not big, loud, angry, mad, and the the child's going to receive that differently. I want to add something to what Chad said, if I could, because I I think this is important because parents hear what Chad just said as sort of a, a technique. Well, just say nice things or do nice things for my kids when they misbehave. And that's not what we mean at all, actually. What we mean is that we bring a posture of connectedness to to the situation that we're going to deal with. We are going to deal with this situation. We're going to put some things in place and have some conversations to address misbehavior. But what's our heart posture? Is our heart a posture of, of compassion, of care, of orientation toward making sure this kid knows that whatever I'm about to do doesn't cost them, my love for them, that that's a sealed deal. And so it's deeper than just a set of tools for being nice before we lower the boom. It's more about what's my heart posture toward my child when I enter into corrective situations? And can I convey that heart to them right here, right now? And I think it's one of the things that we continue to, to talk about. And, and, and we've seen many times that when parents put a strong focus on connection with their kids outside of misbehavior, that the need for correction tends to decrease over time. And so sometimes we might come into correction, having a full tank of connectedness with our kids. And so that that connection might look a little bit differently, but we're that posture that Jim's talking about. We we may already have a, a really strong connection there. And so it might be a place where we don't have to put as much emphasis in there because it's it's already there. But oftentimes parents that are coming to parent coaching, that connected piece, they've stopped connecting and they've put a strong emphasis on correction and they find themselves there a lot. And that's what we're talking about, really just reversing that a little bit. Where's mm-hmm. our emphasis here? So I hear you saying, and I kind of summarize it, as I'm investing more and more time outside of correction with my kids, our tanks are getting full. And that's allowing me in the midst of the issue or whatever the moment is to communicate to my child, hey, this thing that just happened doesn't affect my relationship with you. I can see past that behavior because I know like I like you and I know you and I can look you in the eye and I can connect with you. We're going to talk about what that could look like really practically in a minute. And then, you know, we'll deal with the issue. We'll deal with the behavior. You're responsible for what just happened. But we're not in jeopardy right now. You and me and our relationship, like, you know, we're not going to let anything kind of put a block between us right now. That's it, Stacey. I mean, I'm thinking in my brain right now of sort of an either or proposition for, you know, a volatile situation is happening. This isn't exactly going to be a role play, but you get the picture. There's a volatile situation. It's that kind of thing where we as parents feel an urgency to deal with it right now. And I'm guessing there's some parents hearing all this and thinking, yeah, but there's those times when I just don't have time for all that. 
Yeah. Oh, we're um, going to do a role play about that. Yeah, too. no, I know. But I just want to very quickly and clearly say, you know, I know how I act when I have that attitude and it's, hey, knock it off right now. And there's furrowed brow and there's anger and there's frustration in my voice and in my posture. And I can basically accomplish the same thing without costing relationship by just going, ho, 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 hey, ho, hey, buddy, 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 look at me, smile on my face. I can't do that unless I've got that compassion in my heart. It's a heart posture, Mm -hmm. same amount of time, same pacing, but far less contention in the interaction. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, this month registration is open for the discipline that connects with your child's heart. So Jim, would you just mention quickly how this fits into our framework just to give people a taste? Cause they're going to get a lot more if they take the online course. So explain that a bit. Yeah. I mean, we teach this framework in the course and it's it's designed to be a simple thing that we can remember. We actually include a refrigerator magnet for the people who sign up and we can mail it to here in the continental US. And it's it's four principles of, of build a strong foundation, know who I am, know whose I am, be a person of peace, be a person of compassion, be a person of God's word, be a person who knows who I am because of what Jesus has done. And then I move into relationship with the people around me. And the first sort of stepping stone into relationship is the relationship of connect. I connect with people. I make sure they know their love no matter what. I make sure that they know they're valuable, that I work to understand them and especially my children here. That's what we teach in the course. So it's really an outgrowth of in my foundation. I grow. I become a safe person. I communicate a message to the people around me. You're safe with me. Then I connect. I communicate a message. You're loved no matter what. Then I become a coach. I sort of put on the hat of a coach, a mentor, a guide who comes alongside my child and and helps them find their way into opportunities to learn and grow and and develop in God's wisdom and understand how God's word fits into their lives. And as I do that, I communicate the message. You are capable. You're called to do good things God built for you to do. And then you grow into that part uh, of of the relationship where correction as parents is something we're called on to do. But we do it in love, helping our kids remember they're safe, they're loved, they're capable. And then in the corrective part of our energy with our kids, we communicate the message, you're responsible to make right what you've made wrong by your sin, by your misbehavior, to reconcile, to restore. So corrective efforts are really about restoration, not about punishment to prevent this behavior in the future. That's good. So our topic for today, connect before correct is really the outpouring of that framework because I've worked on myself. I'm okay. No matter how my child's showing up, I've worked to like, and show my child I love you and I like you no matter how you're behaving right now. And so as I'm doing that work, then in the midst of it, I can connect with you. Even when you're showing up a little squiggly right now, a little spicy or whatever that that looks like. (laughs) And then we move up the framework to you are called and capable and you are responsible. I love that. For people who haven't gone through the course or are new to connected families, I'm kind of big on let's break this down way down and give people just an idea. Like what does connect look? like, can we do some bullet points? And then we're going to demonstrate that in role plays. And I answer that question. I'm thinking about even with my own kids, I might have pet names that I use for my children, you know, like, Hey babes, I don't know why that's a word that I use. So, Hey babes, how you doing? Hey babes, how was school? So it's just these, you know, enduring kind of words. Well, when I use that in the midst of, you know, you're acting spicy right now, but I'm using my loving word for you. 
that's a way I can connect. Or I take a half a second, you know, Hey, I just got a super sass mouth at me, <laughs> you know, and I just pause a minute and I smile, you yeah. know, I'm not going to react right away at you, but we're just going to pause. These to me are ways that I connect in the moment before yeah. I move on to then deal with what just happened. I wonder if you have any specific little ways that you have shown connection with your kids. I really like Stacy what you said about I smile. Uh-huh. Because the ability to smile in a in a sincere sense it is the reflection of your heart. And so I think mm-hmm. so often as parents we we're not conscious of what our face, what our body language, what our posturing even feels like or looks like to our children. And those things before we speak a word communicate message. So the question is is the message I'm here with you. I'm under, I'm for you. I'm understanding you. I'm here to help. Uh, or are they communicating? I'm an adversary. I'm an enemy. And being conscious and aware of what is our facial expression doing as a reflection of what our heart is doing is an important practical thing we need to do to become more connective at times like that. Can I take a deep breath and can I access that compassion for my struggling child? And can I smile? Can I get down lower on their level? Can I put a hand on their shoulder and you know offer some empathy, mm. uh, some words of understanding? This is really hard for you. I know it. I get it. I'm here for you. How, how can I help you get through this? Because what you're doing right now, you know, and, and I know is not okay. I love that. I love that. I'm here for you. We got this together. Touch lowering your posture. Yeah. Chad, do you have any examples? I think the truly trying to understand, articulate your kid's point of view. Hey, this is really hard for you. You really want that thing. And am I hearing that right? You know, or that's so disappointing. You didn't get invited to the party. I mean, those are just, they're connective kinds of words. They're they're not uh, trying to throw in some sort of reason why. Well, if you treated people better, then maybe you'd be invited to more part. You know, those are the yeah. kind of judgmental things that sometimes I want to toss out there. But yeah, I think I think that's helpful. I think the facial expression, okay, tone of voice, just so important. What is my tone? Is there an edge to it, or is it uh, truly concerned? You know, about about my child. Maybe just sitting next to him, or a couple of my kids would be okay with kind of a, a shoulder rub or something like that, and maybe one of them would not be very okay with that. And I just want to be really respectful about what that interaction looks like. I think consciousness about what words we use too, as well as our facial expression. And I I remember as a young youth worker and and then coming home and, you know, trying to learn how to work with children in a productive and meaningful sort of a way. And I would always have this impulse came from my past when, when kids would misbehave in that way, they just seemed to keep misbehaving in spite of all my best instructions. I had a default that was what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And, and you know, I, I, I confess, I've said it a few times to my own children, like, what is wrong with you? Why can't you get it? And I realized that that was imprinting identity on them. It was disconnective mm. rather than connective. Yeah. And so for, for a short season in my life, I, I disciplined myself to work on when I felt like I wanted to say that instead saying, what is right with you with a smile on my face? And being in a sincere place so that we could even call out, and and this is a different part of the framework that we talk about in other podcasts, but even while you're misbehaving, if I'm asking that question first, I can call out the good here because our kids are not pure evil. They do bad things, but they're still good and it doesn't disappear. So what's, what's right about you and how can we work with that right now? Because you're struggling with some behavior issues. I love that, Jim, because it's giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's like um, half, half the energy of connecting with your kids in the moment is 
is taking the moment to look underneath this behavior. I don't have to just see this sassiness. What's going on underneath it? And then naming that yep. is like saying, I get you. I understand you. I'm working to, to be on your team. And there must be something underlying here that I'm ready to work with you and, and, and talk to you about. And then we're going to deal with the sassiness. You know, it doesn't just fly. But I love all this. I feel like we've given lots of nuggets of what connection could look like right here. I want to get to one quick role play and then we're going to go to a commercial and then we're going to do more after that. Okay. So we're going to yeah. fly with this first role play. And here it is. Parents are talking in the kitchen. Maybe they're talking over the Sunday sermon or the news that they just read, whatever it is. And the kids are whining and trying to get the parents' attention. Okay. So can we demonstrate quick? What does connect before correct look like in that moment? Mm. Okay. So I'll be a kid who wants to be the parent. I'm happy to be the parent. Okay. Jim's the parent. Oh, can I, can guess I be a kid Chad too? Kids. Yeah, I'll <laughs> be a kid. Okay. More than one child. Okay, yeah, exactly. So I'm reading whether I'm on my device or there's a magazine. I'm kind of into my thing and the kids have been given a snack and, you know, they should be good for a little bit so I can get my information here and... Yeah, but we're nagging. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Dad, you said you'd play ball with me. Kids, daddy, kids, kids, kids. You said you'd kids. play ball with me. Kids, 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 kids. Hey. Ho, 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 ho. Kids, yeah. look at me, look at me. Oh, kids, look at me. Oh, come here. One of you on one arm, one of you on the other. Come here. Look at me. What? Daddy. What, was I, what was I doing just there? Not playing baseball with me. That's true. What was on I On your do? device. I was, well, okay. You're right. Talking you're to right. mom. Oh, and you don't yeah. like that, do you? You're always talking do you feel mom. like you never talk to us? Do you feel like my device and my news is more important than you? Mm, yeah. I just yeah. wanted you to play with me. Oh, yeah. I you said love, you'd play ball with me. I love that you both want me to play with you. I think that's great. So what's your plan for how we could do that right now? Come play right I got, now. I got, yeah, I got come right now. Minutes. I got 10 what? minutes. I got five minutes for each of you. How do you want to do that? Um, well, play with know. me first. No, me first. <laughs> I'll play with me well, first. Here, you know what? I think we're just going to sit here for a bit and I'm going to keep my arms on both of you. And Stacy, I'm going to give you a minute to talk. And then Chad, I'm going to give you a minute to talk. And let's, let's see what we come up with here in the next nine minutes after that. I mean, Stacy, what? You- it's it's no, we're gonna stop the role play now. Yeah, stop, stop it right there. And let's <laughs> well, talk and here's about why. how you connected. It's like you, you said this thing about being short about the role plays. And I I mean I get that, but it's obvious here it gets complicated, it gets hard. We're really pointing the direction to connection. How does connection happen? And so I want to ask you, as the children in that role play, simply not about the next steps, because there are going to have to be some, and those are worthy of conversation too. But for the moment, let's really just hone in on what happened here to connect with you, in spite of the fact that you're still not getting what you want. What did I do or say that even in the remotest way felt like connection rather than you know domination and commands and shaming sorts of approaches? Um, you were talking to us and asking us questions. Mm-hmm. Brought us near. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put your arm around us. Yeah. I always loved when my kids were squabbling and it, it was never clear. Are they, are, they, are they squabbling at me or at each other or yes. <laughs> <All people. laughs> if I could suspend my frustration, because I would feel frustrated at times like that. But if I let my frustration guide me, then connection is very difficult. But if I let my compassion guide me, then connection is far more doable. Mm-hmm. Your tone of voice take a breath, say, yeah, the tone of voice, come over here, put you under my arms. Let's, let's feel safe. Let's feel good about this. Let's work it out. We can work it out together. 
and we were going to get time. Let's make a plan about that. Let's, uh, you get five and you get five. So you're, you're not saying no or no, if you don't, you're saying yes. So, and then kind of there's tone of voice, there's possibilities for the future. There's joining you rather than opposing you. And those are the kinds of things that lead us into connection Mm -hmm. as part of this corrective effort. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. We have more role plays queued up. I went to our Discipline That Connects alumni Facebook group and I got some ideas. So <laughs> after the break, get ready. We're going to put our acting skills on Chad and Jim even more. Do you remember what you thought parenting would be like? Full of laughter, fun and cute memory making moments. And yet... Here you are, struggling with disobedience, misbehavior, disrespect. It can leave you feeling overwhelmed and discouraged. Raising kids in today's culture is harder than ever. Despite the vast array of resources and methods available, finding one that offers lasting solutions can be challenging. The discipline that connects with your child's heart online course stops that search. Our online course is made up of eight 30-minute pre-recorded sessions that can be completed on your schedule. The fall 2021 session begins on October 7th. Visit our website, connectedfamilies.org, to learn more. Okay, Chad and Jim, we are here after the break, and we have our second role play to do. Are you ready for that? Ready. Yeah, ready to go. Tell us what roles you'd like us to play. Okay. So we did some, I think, some smaller kids for the first role play. So let's go to a teenager one, maybe mm-hmm. teenager, but actually it doesn't even have to be a teenager. It could be like a nine, 10, 11 year old too. And so here it is. The rule in the house is no devices in the room. Okay. So that's already been established. But the parents find an old device that still had some juice in it and still happened to be able to connect to the internet. And it was in the child's room under their bed, stuck in a slipper. (laughs) They find this device in their child's room. I just have to say that while you were describing that, I was like, uh, did you get this from my family? Because, <laughs> because, because it's not personal for any, anyone. In our this youngest son, it was even more than that. We finally ended up in a connected sort of a way, removing his device from him and saying, you know what, you, you can't treat it responsibly. You can't have it. We're going to take it and hide it. We went in one night and found him with a device that was identical to his device, playing it under the sheets. The lights were glowing his sheets. Was, <laughs> and, and I'm like, what in the world is going on here? He's like, dad, it's, it's not yours. It's mine. I bought it with my own money and you can't tell me <laughs> what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, I have a feeling that this role play resonates with a lot of people across a lot of ages. And I would even like to add to this role play. This isn't the first time that the rule has been broken. Yeah. You know, it's, this is like the second, third time. Okay. So we've got some history and we've got some stuff around, you know, just, this is just kind of devices. They're just a hard issue for all of us in this generation right now. Okay. So Chad, do you want to be the parent this time? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Jim, you want to be the kid? Yeah. I want to clarify one thing first before I be the kid. I'd love to be the kid. But what I know is, is that the amount of connection we've nurtured with our children outside of this 
really mm -hmm. plays a role in how we enter into it, especially with older kids. So how connected do you feel to me right now, Jim, as the child in this yeah, so role I, play? I feel somewhat, but not entirely. Like I'm I'm the youngest child and, and I feel like the older kids get more than me. And I'm not so sure that you've put a priority on connecting with me even as much as you have with them. And that might even be, that's part of my deal here. Okay. Mm. Escape. So, and then, you know, I'm reachable, but I'm, I'm a little, yeah, there's some stuff. Okay. All right. Go for it. So, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm in the room and I've got the, the thing and you come in and find it. Okay. So I come in the room. I, I notice that uh, Jim is on a device and I notice that he notices and I quick hide it. Okay. And um, I'm taking a breath right now. And I'm looking up at him and I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get another lecture and feel ashamed and yeah, give me wisdom, Lord, just to connect with Jim. It's been a little tough for the last few months. Dad, why isn't he saying anything yet? So I'm approaching you, sitting down. It's like, hey, bud. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I just, uh, yeah. Hmm? Why did you even come in here? You didn't knock. Yeah, I didn't knock. Sorry about that. Can I try that again? Can I try that again? That wasn't very helpful of me, was it? To just kind of walk right in. If you had knocked, then you wouldn't even know. Oh, yeah. You you, you know that I know, huh? <sighs> yeah. Well, the, the device is mine. This is not the one you took away. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of are already getting a, a little bit of a sense that maybe we're in a conflict here. And sometimes it's gone in some ways that maybe I haven't, I'm not very proud of, right? Or I've lectured you or I've yelled at you and I've just grabbed that yeah, thing out of your gets, hand. You get so mean sometimes. Yeah, and then you don't even feel... spend time with me. You don't even spend time with me like you do with my older brother. Oh, man. I'm, I'm glad you're telling me this. I, I mean, what, what else have I done to hurt you? It's not been my intent, but I, I obviously have. Well, just because I don't like sports the way he does doesn't mean you have to always play sports with him. And I like mm. video games and you don't even mm. care. You think they're bad and you think I'm bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is that kind of what you're what you're up to right now on the on the device? Kind of doing some video game, or what are you what are you doing? Well, yeah, because you, you take it away day? all day long, and you and you don't give me any chance to. I, I'm good at these, and my friends, I get on games, and they like it. Hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe I've had a negative negative thoughts toward video games, and I've not really given given it a fair shake. Oh, since can I have my other device back? Let me ask you this. Would you just, could I just spend like two minutes watching you do the thing that you're doing on your, on your screen right now? Would that, would that be something that you'd be willing to show me just to. You're just going to tell me what's wrong with it. Mm, how about if I don't say anything other than something that I like, and I will not say anything if I, if I, it's not really my, my jam. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'd like to see it. I mean, we could, we could go on this for a long yeah. ways too, right? Right. Uh, I have to tell you, as the child in that role play, I take on sort of like on the zero to 10 scale of difficult situations. I, I kind of try to ride it in the middle. Yeah. Uh, realistically, it's, I don't have an utterly opposed heart to you. I'm open a little bit. And man, I didn't, I was so off balance. I didn't have a clue what to say or do to try to, and, and I, I kind of almost knew there was nothing. There's nothing I can say here to get dad to fight with me. Yeah, mm -hmm. I really loved it. And I, I want our listeners to know that that we would maybe consider this half the role play from, you know, if we were in a workshop or doing yeah. an online course or something, because we would want to take it then up through the rest of the framework, which is getting to the you are responsible yeah. and, and working that out. But for today's yeah. podcast, we're we're really trying to demonstrate what that connection looks like. And I, you know, Chad, I felt like you just did a beautiful job of it because right away you were just so humble 
yeah, okay, I didn't knock. I can go back and knock. You know, I can I can hear, you know, even the old Stacy, the old Stacy, right? <laughs> I don't have to knock. This is my house. You know, yeah. like I'm the parent here. Yeah. And yet there there's a different way of of how we're connecting and coming in humbly and sitting down next to him and joining him in that and your tone of voice was calm and peaceful and such a good demonstration of I'm okay. I'm okay. Even if you're not okay, even if we're going around this, you know, merry around again, this isn't the first mm-hmm. time, but you didn't even throw that at him. It wasn't like really again, gosh, I'm, you know, I'm disappointed. You didn't say those words. Mm-hmm. What, what do you say more about that, Chad? What maybe why didn't you, would you have like, Hmm. Yeah. Well, if I know my, my past has not been very helpful and my interactions haven't been very helpful. And I really have a, a heart inside myself to want to know this child and connect with this child, then I will do things differently than I might have done in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was actually off balance a little bit. And sometimes I find that when I'm off balance, if I can not say something, just, just follow the next thing that the child said, follow that. Like I just said, well, I'd like to hear more about that, you know, or, well, thanks for telling me that honoring statements mm-hmm. that might provide an opportunity for the child to keep going and keep going. My natural default is to just tell him to knock it off, hand it to me, and he's not going to have it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. But I know where that gets me and I know where it puts our relationship. And I know that that's not where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. Say more is one of the most connective things a parent can say, especially when the parent is kind of struggling to figure this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. So good. I think that we really demonstrated for our listeners and our community what that connection looks like there. We're going to do one more role play. And this one might be the shortest one of all, but it's for a four-year-old at breakfast time. So mom's getting ready for work. She's, (laughs) or maybe dad, since you guys are the role players right now. So dad's getting ready for work and the four-year-old just will not finish breakfast and time's ticking and dad's going to even later. And then he looks and the dog pooped on the carpet again. And the two-year-old just got the lid off the sippy cup, like craziness is happening and they need to get out the door. Okay. The four-year-old is just being obstinate with this. How can the dad connect with the child in that situation? So So, let's role play it. But what I want to say before we role play, I'm happy to be dad here in the role play, but this was me. I mean, it's like, again, did you take this from my past journals? <laughs> no, these were people who Lynn's been providing, <laughs> Lynn's been they providing a few ideas. Uh, <laughs> for me, the biggest part of connecting well was less about what should I do and say to my kids and more about what do I need to do to get outside of the situation and look at it like a sitcom and be light about it instead of so frustrated, so angsty. So, so, you know, we use this word catastrophizing. Like I used to, as a young dad say, if it's like this now, what it's going to be later and it's going to just get terrible around here. And I got to nip this in the bud right now. Like that was my attitude that led me into more and more and more of the same and higher volatility as the kids got older. And that attitude does not allow us to connect in the moment. Never. So the energy that allows me to connect is the ability to go, all right, Jim, model grace, model love, model compassion. That doesn't mean I quit speaking firmly because mm-hmm. we got to go. It's late. We're, we're mm-hmm. in a hurry and there's a bunch of stuff here and that we're going to have to pick up some pieces later. <laughs> but that's the most important connective work to do. Chad's the four-year-old. Chad, come on, buddy. Let's go. Oh No, I want to play with my Legos. I'm not done. Chad. 
Not done. And I'm looking around. Where'd my it, other Legos go? Who, who took Dog my Legos? Chad is screaming and yelling. <laughs> and hey, I'm like, the oh, dad, buddy, the buddy, buddy, buddy. I'm going to get down on your level. I'm going to look at you. And it's like, yeah, you, you know all the things that are going on right now. And do you know that it's time to go? No, I, I got to get this done. Well, I know you want to get it done, but come, you want to walk to the car? Or do you want me to carry you, buddy? Look at me in the eyes. Which would you, would you want? Come here. I'm happy to carry you, but you can walk mm, if you want to. What do you want uh, to do? If you don't answer, uh, then I'll have to answer for you. Uh, okay, come over here. Come over here. I'm going to pick you up. Walk. I'll oh. walk. I'll walk. I'll walk. Oh, okay, well, hold my hand and let's go. Okay. Okay, but can I bring a couple Legos? Uh, you, can bring, you can bring two of your favorite Legos if you decide right away. Okay, Otherwise, this no. One. And okay, yep, yep, yep. This one, this one, this one. Okay, let's go. Okay, good. I'm squeezing his hand and I'm letting him know it's time to go. And buddy, oh, you picked fast. This is hard, isn't it? And I wasn't paying attention as good as I could have about the time either before we left. So next time we'll get it better, okay, bud. But let's get you in your car seat and let's you get. You got to get the dog poop picked up though. It'll be stinky and mom will be really mad. Well, we'll make a plan <laughs> about that while I'm in the car. I can call. I can call some people and get some help with okay. that. That's a good idea. Good thinking. Okay, and then we'll talk about what you're going to do with those Legos while we drive, okay? Oh, oh good, okay. guys. Woohoo! I'm virtually clapping. Chad, how <laughs> did you experience connection as a four-year-old? Yeah, I mean, it was a little hurried, and there was a flurry going on here, but it definitely understood what was going on with me. And I just felt like, you know, especially if he's down at my level, and I'm kind of looking at him a little sideways, like, what, what's going on here? And then, uh, you know, he's giving me some options, and he's not making demands or calling me names. So that's probably a little different. You know, you're so slow. Why are you always those kinds of things that come Mm -hmm. out of parents like, hey, but it was assertive, we're going to go. We're going to go was clear. How we go, that's up to you. And those options, I think, really allowed me some space to, to make a choice. And I was prepared when Chad, when I gave Chad the option, do you want me to carry you or do you want to walk by yourself? I was prepared for him to just kind of have a meltdown there, like to just get all upset and to pick him up with a smile and hug him and just assure him, it's okay, buddy, we're getting this and this is hard. And so I would have just carried him to the car. I mean, he's four. If he's 12, it's a different story. And I get that. But, you know, we're dealing with a four-year-old right now. And, you know, just maintain the connection and maintain the posture. But I gave you two choices. If you don't pick, I'll pick for you. And then I'll pick with calmness, with assertiveness, with kindness, but with firmness. I think about all three of these role plays that we did in this podcast and just how we demonstrated that I like you. I love you. I like you no matter what. (laughs) I'm giving you love right now, no matter what. And so I can see through the behavior right now. And it's not going to get between you and me because we are connected and we demonstrated that in lots of different ways from tone of voice to posture to all of it. But it's from a heart position of I'm okay, however you show up right now. And you're my lovely child, no matter how you showed up. Any final comment, either Chad or Jim, before we close our show today? I mean, you just touched on it, Stacy. For me, it's like this notion of this is my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. Yeah. The father from heaven said that about Jesus before Jesus. It wasn't the context of behavior. It wasn't the context of big success. It was the context of a little helpless baby. It was in the context of Jesus having not done anything remarkable just yet. Mm-hmm. And I love you. I am for you. Uh, you are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. 
for parents to nurture that heart in them and then take it into the difficult challenges of the day is the most important connective work we can do. Yeah, I think preparing, right? You already know some of the challenges that you're going to face. And oftentimes parents act surprised by those things. It's like, if I, if I know this is going to happen, then I can already be preparing my heart for it. And even providing a few new scripts or a new, new way of entering into that. And uh, so even thinking about it ahead of time, I think will allow for parents to respond in connection better than if they kind of come in and are reactive to that. Thank you, Chad. And thank you, Jim being on the podcast with me today. Thanks, Stacey. Doing these it's so much plays. fun and the time passes so quickly. It does. <laughs> exactly. It does. All right. Well, we'll see you both next time. Hey friends, if you found this podcast useful, I want to be sure you know about two things. One is that our online course called Discipline that Connects with Your Child's Heart is open for registration right now and will begin in just a few weeks. We only open it two times a year, so I hope you go and you register for it today. And the second thing is that the conversation that Jim, Chad, and I had today will continue every Monday over on Clubhouse, the Clubhouse app. We have live conversations where you can just listen in or raise your hand and ask a question. We would love you to join us over there on Clubhouse. Well, we put the links in the show notes for the Discipline That Connects online course that's starting soon and Clubhouse. So if you want more information about any of that or about Connected Families, go to connectedfamilies.org.